This is the Milo Sweet Podcast, where you learn to be resourceful, find quick and clever ways to overcome life's challenges, and guess what? Achieve more with less. Use what you have to get where you're trying to go. Learn to do difficult. And for excuses, get rid of them. I mean, all of them. They're dead to me. Let's go. Before we get started, I need your help. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, review, and share. You really like the show? Want to put your money where your mouth is? Click donate. I would love your support. Okay, so this is me spitballing. This is actually my daughter's idea. She said, why don't you make a podcast on teaching people how to save money for Christmas? So one of my biggest ways to save money, like, what do you guys think? You want to hear that? Yay. Okay, good. 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 I'm going to get started. So first off, I love to save money for like no reason, like for absolutely no reason. So here are just things that come to the top of my mind. They're in no apparent order. I tend to, especially if I'm learning new tips, pick the one that would benefit me the most and implement that consistently. It's great if you could do them all, then you would be like, uh, me, just kidding. No, actually you would be, um, like seriously, just kidding. But really focus on like maybe your perspective and me challenging you with these ideas. Like, is there one that will work for you? So first off, depends on how much time. Saving money is about time and research. The more time you have, the more research you can do, the more money you can save. However, you are trading time and money. So after a certain amount of time, it's not beneficial to do so much time, spend so much time and so much re- and do so much research because you are trading time to do it. So the time you trade has to be less than the convenience of spending more. Let me explain. So first, let's just say it takes you, you make a hundred bucks an hour. Let's just keep it super simple. You make a hundred bucks an hour and for you to research and say 50 bucks, it takes you an hour. Not worth it because it would just make more sense for you to just spend the money because and, and spend your time making a hundred dollars an hour. But let's say you spend an hour researching and you're able to save $500 and it's one hour. Well, that's worth it because you've now made yourself more money because at work, you're compensated $100 an hour. So that's when research and time benefits you. Now, if you save like five cents, like I used to, okay, I used to want a coupon. That is one way to save. But here's the thing for me with couponing. Couponing only worked when it was stuff I wanted to buy and when it was when I wanted to buy it. I had a really hard time buying things by certain dates. And then the other thing with couponing is like, if you wanted to, like, I rarely see high-quality coupons. I'm not saying the coupon is just for nasty, unhealthy, disgusting food. Or maybe I am. Who knows? But I just was like, mm, I don't really need 20 Snicker bars. Like, what am I going to do with that? Then I thought, well, I could give it away to people at the food bank, write it off. And then, you know, if I spent 10 cent a bar, then then I could write it off at market value. But the idea of that, which I have seen people do and that, that can be beneficial like beneficial however it was just like uh, like it was just a lot of things that I don't like like a time frame I have to shop by no thank you then only specific things I can buy no thank you um 
Although like couponing in this case is like Christmas is a time that you have to shop by and specific things that you have to buy because you're buying them for people. So in that case, couponing might work. So um, I would say a tip in that realm would be um, that you can coupon. So if you don't really want to coupon, which I actually don't, I use Rakuten, which I'll put at the bottom. And when you click on it, it'll pay me money. You won't pay anything. And it'll give you a little bonus for signing up under me. Um, but I've used Rakuten. Actually, was introduced by a friend um, who mentioned it to me. And I kind of was like, no, no, thank you. It's kind of weird. They're going to track my purchases. I don't like that. Um, and I think to some degree they probably do. I don't know what they like. I don't know if they share the data. So keep in mind if you're super um, sensitive with that or don't like that, then I would maybe I would look into that before signing up. But basically, um, you click on like Rakuten first and then they have like a list of stores. Most of the time, the store I want to shop at is there. Sometimes it's not if it's like a locally owned or small Um and then you click on that the store in Rakuten first, and then it takes you to the store site. And then if you buy within a certain amount of time, um, that link works. It will give you a percentage of cash back. So I would say probably like, like I just bought something and got forty dollars cash back. I bought something else. I think it was like for, through Hostgator, like the website. And I think I got like forty bucks, another forty bucks back. So it's like great. Um, so I usually buy sometimes when they're like, if a place I'd like only gets 2% cash back and now it's up to 12%, then I might just buy a haul from them, you know, maybe more than I normally would because it's 12% back. So if I spend a hundred bucks, I get $12 back. Um, but I don't shop based on that. It's just like, if I notice that I might do it. So couponing, Rakuten, there's other ones. Like I forgot the other ones. I think it's like, I forgot, but there's other ones like Rakuten's if you don't, if you don't like that one. Um, and then the other part, the other tip I would give is like, don't buy it. Like some stuff you think you want, just don't buy it. Make yourself wait, wait like a week or two and see if you still want it. Like, like don't spend the money. See if you still want it. And if you're still thinking about it and if it's still room, you know, in your house, in your life for it, some stuff you really don't need, um, prioritize what you're going to buy. So I have a priority list and that really helps me so if I was gonna buy seven items I, I put them in the most important order because sometimes what I found was I'll buy things like that I just that were on the list because I just wanted to have seven things or I was like well I'm gonna be going there so I might as well get this and when I prioritize it like sometimes in the middle of the trip I'm like I'm, I'm good with three things so if you're a shopaholic you probably will never be good with three things so that might not be a good idea for you the next thing is negotiate. I think everything is negotiable. Again, to negotiate, you need time and research. So if you're paying for something expensive or you see that someone just recently had a sale, like literally I missed some company's Black Friday sale. I just wrote them and said, hey, I want to buy this much. Like I think one place I was spending, I mean, I was spending a pretty penny where they would consider saying, okay, we want you to spend. I was like, hey, I was thinking about buying a year's worth of this from you and um you know, I would love to get your Black Friday deal. And they said, well, we can't offer it anymore, but we'll give you 30% off. Done. I'll take it because I was going to probably buy it anyway. But 30% off makes me very happy. Um, subscribe, do, doing subscriptions to things. Even though I know like for Christmas, that's maybe not what you want to do. But doing subscriptions to things um, could help because usually it's a little bit cheaper. Um, and... The other, uh, what was the other thing that I was going to say was like planning it out and setting a budget. Even with my kids, they, they have to buy, they want to buy gifts. They don't have to, 
but I'm like, okay, so how much are you going to spend for each person? How much, you know, how much do you have to spend? How much do you want to have left over? When are you going to shop before and after Christmas? Because some things it's like, it's not that important that you get it on Christmas. If it's something that you're going to get, like one time we went to the mall on a Saturday and when we were in the store, I think it was J crew. They said, tomorrow we're having a 50% off sale on everything in the store. And we had items that we wanted to buy and we asked, could we put them on hold? And they said, well, the hold is for 24 hours. I said, cool, we'll be back in the morning. Like, why would I spend 50% more? So that was another thing. Like, just really um, thinking about how you're going to spend your money and like planning it out. Since I knew that we wanted to get those items from there waiting. I mean, we were going to pay it anyway. Um, at some point, but why would I want to spend 50% more? And Jacob's like, sometimes some things are pricey just for like no reason. You're like, that is literally a white tee. Like it's just a white tee. It's nothing fancy. It stains. It doesn't wash better. It's just like a white tee. And some of the things I do feel like they are better. They're made better. They're better quality. Yeah. Okay. So, um, can you share the gift with someone? Can you share it? Like split the gift? Uh, Could you do a gift fund? Like, uh, could you be thoughtful about how many gifts you buy? Or could you do, I know some people do like the mason jars and they put them like with cookie mix or hot chocolate. I know that's kind of weird with COVID. Maybe you're doing a candle or could you do a bulk buy and like make it super nice? Maybe even do like find something on Etsy that allows you to do a bulk buy um, and support a local business. Um, or could you just blame it on COVID? That would be a great way to save money. It's COVID, so there's no Christmas. I mean, right? Or or do you feel like, well, because it's COVID, we have to make Christmas extra, extra special? I'm kind of like, mm, it's COVID. I, I can take it. I could take a year off. Oh, we didn't have Christmas that year. It was COVID. It's like, who in history are going to like blame you for that? We just took a year off. I mean, what's the big deal? Just take a year off. Save all that cash because we don't know how long COVID's going to be here. I think save as many coins as you could possibly save. Like stack them up, put them away or use them to make more money. But I'm not going to I'm not going to lie to you and say that like I'm spending a lot of money on Christmas. I'm spending the least amount possible to get through the holiday and enjoy it like the least. And that might say you can judge it how you want. I'm just keeping it real because I really feel like there's a lot of things that we still don't know and so I think making sure you're super thoughtful and conservative about how you're spending your money is really important so um and no they're not I would I would buy one high ticket item for all my kids to share like I would consider doing that if I'm like hey this is gonna make the time we spend together much more enjoyable but I'm not like buying things just because like just because I'm your mom and it's Christmas and you should have it like I don't believe in that I believe you should have what I think you should have. If I'm your mom and it's Christmas, are you kidding me? Absolutely not. Now, I don't think you should kill it. You can do so many fun things that are super inexpensive. Like drive through neighborhoods, have hot chocolate, do something with some marshmallows, do it gingerbread. I mean, you can still have a lot of festivities, um, spending time together, playing games, doing something, you know, letting the kids come up with something, making their favorite meals. It's very low cost, but it can also be very much a, a time that's cherished. But I don't always also find that my kids three months after Christmas that they're like, I love this just the same as when I did. It's usually at Goodwill. 
like goodwill gets our Christmas gifts. And the ones they don't get, those are the things that I'm willing to buy again. I'm like, oh, I see that you've kept your camera for like a year or two years or three years. Okay, so buying you something to be creative from a tech perspective is something that is worth the investment. Okay, Um, so I would say the last way I would save money is because I just told you twice not to spend it is by seeing um like if I could buy everything like if you could okay so this seems a little weird but it's like because it's COVID and there's holidays and everyone has different things it's seeing if you can like push dates back so like could you buy everyone their gifts like and give them to them New Year's Eve or send them then like does it have to be Christmas because you're probably gonna find a lot of things on sale unless it's something that's gonna get out or go out um and then the other way like so here's ways that I I make money with something in my house so that I can repurpose it is like I would get rid of stuff I would goodwill things that I know I can write off in my taxes and keep track of them I would maybe sell something on Craigslist I'm not sure how active Craigslist has been since COVID but sell something I might barter with someone like hey you have these clothes that my daughter's really into I have these Legos you want to switch and so that would be a cool way as well um I do think like there's other ways to save money but sometimes I feel like the the opportunity cost it's just like too much it's too much work to save it I don't want to work to save Meaning, like, it should be a little bit more, like, seamless. I think you could actually just save money, like, tracking your money. I mean, if you're not doing that right now and you're just listening to this, start start there. Start there. Um, so, those are my tips. Um, if I had to say my favorite one, it's to negotiate. I like to negotiate everything. And I like to double check, which people find so annoying. Like, so annoying. But I think it's, like, awesome because... I find that people will change and I just like to ask like the biggest thing you could do in negotiating is first ask hey are you guys still doing that and you will be surprised also this is a time people want to stay in business so helping them figure out a way to stay in business and for you to patronize them I'm not saying to undervalue them I'm just saying like to negotiate like I sell to the business I'm buying these things for the year so I would usually spend by one or two a month and I thought well I I really am trying to cut down my frequency on how much I'm buying from places. So I liked, and naturally I like to be ahead and have a house that's kind of stocked in certain uh, areas, especially if it's something that's popular and I find that when I go to buy it, it's out. I just don't like to run out of it. So that was incentive for them to say, oh wow, I'm going to sell 24 of these. Yes. Um, So those are ways that I would suggest if you have ways that you save, I would love to hear from you. You can send me a voice message at anchor.fm slash podcast. That is all. All right. That's another episode in the books. Hello? Hello? I said, I said it's over. Why are you still listening? Like, seriously, the episode is over. If you're still listening right now, you know what? You're probably a chronic procrastinator. Guess what? I'm still listening to. Come on, for real, seriously. We gotta go do something productive. No, like, for real. No, for real, for real. Okay, 
you can keep listening.